Hello, my name is Mitch Ressler and welcome to Consulting the Manual, the podcast that discusses men's issues, what scripture says about them, and how they apply to our lives today. Uh, We are back after a bit of a hiatus and things have become very different. Uh, The world is working its way through a global pandemic with COVID-19 and in most respects it feels like the world is almost come to a standstill. A lot of people are out of work. Most public areas and places are shut down. Many people are under some kind of stay-at-home order in an effort to flatten the curve of infection and help save lives. Thousands of people have died and many more are infected. So, how are we supposed to navigate all this? Well, that's a loaded question that will be different for everyone depending on where you are, if you're at home versus if you're still going to work as an essential employee. Uh, It's going to vary on what state or even what country you live in. The specifics of how you're going to get through this are going to be particular to you, but there are some basic ideas everybody can relate to. So, let's take a look. Thanks for checking out the podcast. You can find more info about the show at consultingthemanual.com where all our episodes are listed as well as some info about me, Mitch, your host. Please reach out with some episodes you'd like to hear or maybe some comments or questions to hosting at consultingthemanual.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to support the podcast and help bring the best quality and content, please consider donating. Thank you to all who have given so far. This podcast only gets so far without your help. To find out how, Just click the support tab at the website to set things up, either as a one-time donation or a regular one. Either way, it's a huge help, so thanks. A lot of people right now are very familiar with the idea of some kind of quarantine. Uh, Whether you're someone who's uh, fighting COVID-19 right now or on some kind of quarantine, whether you're either at hospital or if you're uh, quarantined at home, uh, some people that are either have come into contact with people who might be sick or are doing some kind of self-isolation with quarantine. Uh, and uh, most of the rest of us, at least in the United States, are dealing with some level of a stay-at-home order or like a shelter-in-place or these kind of terms we've heard on the news and media where we stay at home and only leave for essential services and stuff like you know food and groceries, gas or or stuff that we need for the house so um, we're having to kind of deal with some kind of uh, quarantine in most respects Uh, this isn't really a new idea Uh, it's just something only here recently that most of us have had to contend with but this is this is an idea that actually can be seen in the earlier moments of scripture Uh, in you find that in Leviticus uh, chapter 13 uh, where you know a lot of mosaic laws kind of starts to give out to the the Israelites, and in there they give some measures for self quarantine for stuff like skin conditions and and, and rashes uh, to kind of quarantine people out from the populace if they have certain things show up. Uh, in Numbers chapter five, it gives quarantine restrictions about certain discharges or if you're uh, considered unclean by being defiled by coming into contact with a corpse or a dead body. Now, this was something that was uh, laid out for the Israelites early on uh, as a protective measure for the, the main body of people. 
So if you got sick or something else like that, you would have to kind of go present yourself to a, a Levite priest or, or, you know, most people kind of functioning as a doctor. They'd look at you and either confirm that you're okay to stay in, in the cities or if you were what they considered unclean and you were sick, you went out to an area outside of the city in a quarantine measure uh, to to become well, to get healthy, to, to where you overcame whatever your disease was. And then once you were uh, healthy and, and clear, you'd go back to the priest or doctor, present yourself, they'd check you, and they'd either you know green light you to go back into the to city or they'd tell you had to have some more time within quarantine. Uh, this is rules and laws and stuff that God presented to his chosen people where they didn't necessarily have all the medical advancements and technology that we have today to deal with stuff like, you know, flu and cold and even a lot of contagious skin rashes and stuff that they had to contend with then that we're now able to treat with modern medicine. They basically treated with quarantining people outside where they don't spread it among anybody else, have their own natural immune systems deal with it and become healthy, and then they go back. So a lot of this stuff is sort of understood. And so when you see actually uh, stories about Jesus healing people when he was here on earth, a lot of times he would either be out just outside of a town where everybody could get access to him, including people who were sick in quarantine, or it kind of puts a different level on some stories where people who were sick still went into town to get healed by Christ. Now, the one that comes to mind is the woman with the issue of blood who had the issue, this bleeding uh, issue on her for 12 years. So this means when you look back at the quarantine uh, guidelines presented in you know Mosaic Law, she had been living outside of the town for years because this problem persisted. She would still have to be checked over by priests. They said, no, you can't go back. You have to stay in this quarantine area. And so when she hears about Christ who's able to heal her, she goes into places that she's not supposed to go in order to get healed. And she ends up getting healed because her faith is so strong. But she she did things that she wasn't supposed to do. She went left a quarantine area that she had been living for 12 years to go into town to get healed. Uh, I, I encourage people to kind of go back and check on this because it adds different layers to the story that kind of gets gets you a little more perspective on what's going on. But the idea of quarantine, this is this is an early biblical thing that we see. One one thing that kind of comes to mind in how you kind of tackle all the stuff that's going on today uh, and sort of uh, a new way of life for a lot of folks is is how how, how do you know where to go? How do you know uh, what steps you need to take? How do you know what, what news is good versus kind of stuff that you just kind of hear or people kind of throw up online or, or on the news? Uh, the main thing that jumps out to me is something that's found in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Two things jump out at me when you look at this. One, God doesn't give you a spirit of fear. So despite what comes against us, it's not something that we need to be uh, reacting to in a scared or panicked way. Uh, the, the spirit isn't uh, supporting that kind of thing where 
if you're plugged in and listening to God in his direction, a spirit of fear and panic is not something you get from him. So it's not something where you have to, you know, if, if you have restrictions put on you, that you don't have to be fearful and rush out to get, you know, mounds and mounds of toilet paper, you know, or, or meat or food or, or whatever else that, you know, certain people are making runs on uh, as far as supplies. A lot of that comes out of a spirit of fear. That's not coming from God. Uh, it's also uh, not something you have to think about when you're coming into contact or potentially coming into contact with people. You can navigate your way through grocery stores and not have to be so fearful that you you know, don't leave your house at all. But that's paired with the second part that comes out of it, which is, but he gives you a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Now, sound mind applies to a couple things. One, it gives us the spirit of mental health where uh, that's God not only wants to cure us and protect us physically but mentally, but a sound mind is making wise decisions with the information that you have. I mean, God's given us massive amounts of intelligence and and news and and tools at our disposal. We've got science information coming in, some stuff they still need more time to look at, but a sound mind is knowing to how to navigate through and making smart decisions with the things that you do. So we know that COVID-19 is a virus and a good way to do that is regularly wash and disinfect your hands. Don't touch your face. Uh, you know, if, if you do touch things at home, regularly clean and disinfect your house. Uh, follow the guidelines that the, you know, World Health Organization and the, the Center for Disease and Control, the CDC, have issued like wearing masks and gloves if you go out into public as ways to, if we know how a virus operates, then we know ways to still navigate life but minimize or cut off contact with how that happens so use the sound mind use use your good judgment uh, don't go to the extreme and don't come at it from a fearful place uh, Proverbs 2 6 says for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding uh, Ephesians 5 15 through 16 I like this one it says Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of your time because the days are evil. Best use of your time, making wise decisions. If if you need wisdom, pray for pray for wisdom, pray for guidance. Uh, God gives that stuff regularly to us. It says that in his word. So, uh, make smart decisions. Make make good use in in when you're Taking in input, because uh, there's a lot of it out there to find, both TV, radio, internet, wherever you go for your, your news and stuff. Consider more than one source. Uh, what's the common thread that everybody says? Where, where, where's your, your news input coming from? Uh, don't just kind of think it and believe it because you saw some kind of posted article on Facebook. You don't know where that's coming from or who wrote it. Consider the source. Consider more than one sources and make a wise judgment from the stuff that you hear. Use, use the wisdom that God's given you. So something else to think about before we go is a lot of us are either 
have some kind of restrictions on us or we're at home for long periods of time, uh, myself included. So something to consider or ask yourself is, what are you doing with your time? Are you home a lot? Or are you at, at work like you regularly are or maybe partially at work? I mean, there's we've almost hit like 7 million Americans are claiming unemployment, so a lot of people aren't at work. What, what are we doing with our time? Guys are stereotypically very much creatures of habit. I, I like my routine where I know what my days are. I get up and I do this on what happens on a particular day. But what happens to us when that habit or that routine is gone or it's disrupted? So a lot of us are at home uh, doing our, our, our stay at home, our self-quarantine, doing what we're supposed to do. But with all this time on our hands, what are, what are we filling that time with? Are we just hanging out watching TV or, or binge watching some kind of streaming service or, or playing video games? Do we want to spend that time maybe doing work at the house? Maybe clean and maintain the house? Uh, it's a, it goes a long way to do laundry and dishes and make sure that the house that you're spending so much time in is clean, in order. Uh, maybe run a Lysol wipe across it and make sure stuff is disinfected. Do you have a lot of extra time? Are you using that to maybe plug in and do some more time with God? Do you have a time that you didn't have before to maybe pray a little more when you wanted to get into it? Or maybe do a little bit, you know, scripture reading and get to know God more. What's what's the this open availability of time? How are you responding to that? It can be hard to stay active when you feel like life is sedentary. So you can lose track of time or even what day it is. We must take an effort to be active. This echoes into the rest of your house. Remember, you're the leader. So your your family takes their cues from you. So if we as head of household, if we kind of slow down and, and are stationary and just kind of hang out on the couch they're going to kind of take that energy from us. But if we're active, if our, if our day is purposeful, uh, even if it's, you know, finding stuff to do or learning something new, something active to fill your day with, that also bleeds into the rest of your family. So do you maybe need a little bit of structure and all this free time? Make yourself some kind of schedule at home. You don't have to fill up every single second with something. I mean, you even schedule free time or or something like that. But if there's something that you're make sure, you know, housework is done by a certain point or designate time to to read, give yourself prayer study time. You can schedule of something else to be free time to watch something or play video games. I'm not saying that's bad, but you want to be intentional and purposeful for what you do. Also, Keep contacts with others that you aren't seeing on a regular basis that you're used to seeing. Guys can compartmentalize very much. So if it's not in front of you or if you're not thinking about it in the immediate time, it can go by the wayside. So don't let people go by the wayside just because we're stuck at home. Uh, we have a whole lot more capability now than before to stay in contact with each other. So pick up a phone and call somebody. Um, people are hitting up 
Skype and Zoom more than now before, use that or reach out on social media. However works best for those folks. Keep those relationships and contacts going. I encourage you to, if you've got, if your church is able to do some kind of online service, check it out and still listen. Plug in. Get Continue to get fed. Uh, if you're not able to or if the church isn't running something, there's all kinds of people online running services. But if nothing else, you have to make sure you schedule and keep some kind of personal study time for yourself. We've got a lot more time on our hands. We've got a lot more availability and less excuses for a while we're not getting FaceTime with God. Make sure that's there for you. God didn't send COVID-19 as a punishment or a test. He doesn't send death and chaos just to see what happens. But God can use moments like this to strengthen us, help us learn, allow us to examine ourselves and grow closer to Him. We will continue to take a look at these ideas in some upcoming episodes, but for now, look to God for wisdom and guidance. He offers it freely. Pour over his word and see what he has to tell you. Please keep yourselves and your families healthy, and we'll catch you next time.